the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. Joining me now, Jonathan Marino from TheStreet.com, TheDeal.com, and various other publications tied towards that network. How are you, Mr. Marino? I'm doing all right, thanks. So we're talking a little Olive Garden today. I haven't been to an Olive Garden in like 10 plus years. I moved to the Bay Area and like, we don't like franchises out here. But what do we need to know? What are you working on? So yeah, I mean, I would say that um, you're probably right on with the Bay Area and, and probably a lot of other metropolitan areas are that we drive about the Olive Garden. It's, it's a chain and it kind of belongs out in the birds. And um, it, I, I would say that maybe the problem with the company, um, similar to Red Lobster, which the Darden company just sold, and you and I spoke about a long time ago. Didn't you used to work at one? I did. I called it the Dead Lobster. It was it was awful. It was a, a horrific experience. But we move and on. I, I think for a lot of consumers, maybe, that's kind of what the Olive Garden has also come to represent, in a sense. It's a brand that's faded out a little bit. And there's so many other hot brands now that are just coming to market. I mean, you know, Potbelly's just went public, and it continues to expand. Um, you know, right now, Chipotle is another example of a company that's testing out a whole lot of different new areas, and they're making pizzas and stuff like that. So with so many new players coming into the market, I think that it's probably time for Olive Garden to maybe scale back its footprint a little bit. And at the end of the day, that's going to result in potentially getting sold from the Darden company if and when they have their annual shareholder meeting later this fall. So you think Olive Garden is potentially up for sale because Red Lobster just left, quote-unquote, Darden restaurants. And Darden restaurants owns a couple of brands. They own the Capitol Grill, Bahama Breeze, Seasons 52. Longhorn Steakhouse, Olive Garden's like their baby. You think that could get spun out? Well, here's the thing. I, I also kind of think the same way that the Olive Garden and the Red Lobster have have kind of slipped a little bit in terms of consumers' view in the U.S., the company itself has also gotten a little bit old. And unfortunately for the company, it's now named for Bill Darden, the founder of Red Lobster, which is no longer even affiliated with the business. And that's why the investors in the company, there are some hedge funds that have put money into the company. They're looking to break up the company entirely. So that just wouldn't mean selling off Red Lobster. That would also mean selling off businesses like Capital Grill, you know, the more, I guess, upscale brands and some of their newer brands, too. But right now there are so many interested private equity investors. Uh, Golden Gate was obviously one that came and bought Red Lobster for $2.1 billion dollars. Um, what they're paying in the space and what we're reporting on at the deal is, is that, you know, even the multiples are getting into the into the high single digits. And then once you get up into that range, it's almost kind of 2007-era prices. Well, I think a lot of people get spooked at the idea of 2007, but for, for other people, I mean, their eyes should be lighting up in a sense. 
What went wrong with like a Darden restaurants um, as far as a, a chain group goes? I, I've personally always said you want to own restaurants for three years and then get out. Whether it's like a PF Chang's, you just see this phenomenal growth for three years, then it kind of it peaks. Uh, Cheesecake Factory, same kind of thing. Uh, what went wrong in Darden, in your opinion? I, I think it's you know people come to rely on a brand for for things that they like and. Okay. It's only going to go so far into the future. So they're continually trying to overhaul their menu. They're, they're you know, throwing stuff out there like polenta. But when there are new brands out there, and, you know, for example, the hamburger space has been red hot with tons of new brands. I mean, Shake Shack, Unami Burger, Fat Burgers, Expanding, Smash Burger. I mean, that, that's foreign. I could probably come up with a half a dozen if you gave me some time in Google. Um, there are so many newer brands out there that, that I guess are a little bit more appealing to the eye um, that it, it pushes, you know, the Olive Garden, Garden out of the scene. And when you, when people like, you know, you and me remember it as something that they were, that they affiliate with their childhood, and maybe it's something that you affiliate as also being outgrown from. I very much saw outgrow it, and I, I think the space kind of outgrew companies like Darden. Like you said, you know, the Chipotle's, just the idea of going to a restaurant and not tipping is something that I think the millennials think about more so than Generation Xers is are the millennials the problem for a company like a Darden? I think that's a really good point. I mean, the fact of the matter is their price points are so low at the Olive Garden. It, it might be the kind of a place that you would consider going to for, for a meal, I, I guess, on the same level of, as Panera Bread. But those okay. price points aren't going to satisfy what the company needs in terms of revenue. So they're kind of in a little bit of a quandary where maybe their quality doesn't reflect what they would like to be. But at the same time, consumer tastes are shifting a little bit further down market, so maybe that's just where they want to go. And maybe they would actually be better off opening, you know, even more locations with maybe a simpler menu, like kind of like a Mickey D's almost of Italian food. Why would private equity be interested in something like a Darden? When I pull up a chart, it, it doesn't look bad, but at the same time, there just seems to be so many better options. Why would private equity, why would venture capital be, or, you know, kind of uh, investment money be interested in it, per se? I don't think necessarily there would be VC money interested in it. And, and I, I agree. When you look at it, it, it it's more probably bad than good. I, I think to be kind of simpler, similar to Red Lobster, you have to scale back locations. And making these kind of operations focused plays is really where, where private equity tends to get involved. The other thing is, I mean, I don't know that there is necessarily a sense or a belief that running a group of restaurants as opposed to running restaurants as individual companies is, is a terrific idea. And right now that means that in kind of a, in a heavier, maybe even a toppy market, Jordan could have an opportunity to realize a ton of value on all of these restaurants, but at the end, at the end of the day, there is leadership that would prefer to keep their stake in the company. And I, I think the people who want to maintain control of the organization might not be the leaders of it in a few years. Gotcha. What else do we need to know about some of the um, content that you put into a recent article? I'm speaking with Jonathan Moreno from The Street and TheDeal.com. What else is there left in this story? Well, uh, later this year, they're going to have to have their annual meeting. That could be September or even as late as October if the board chooses to delay. It's really been resisting meeting with the activist investors who want to replace the board and replace a lot of the executives who are running the company. Even when that happens um, and if they're successful, and at the deal we've reported in the past that um, some of the investors, including um, I believe it's Starboard investors, ha have gotten consensus of some of the other investors in the company, 
Um, they may replace the board, and if and when that happens, that's going to create a ton of deal activity for the restaurant space because you'll have, you know, not just one, but potentially, you know, six, seven restaurants coming into the market, which is going to appeal from everybody from, from the big firms like the KKRs in the world and so on that would invest in an olive garden to even all of the smaller ones that would spend, you know, somewhere in the 250 maybe up to $500 million range on Capital Grill. Now, I don't necessarily know that that's what the brand is worth. Okay. Thanks very much. It's Jonathan Moreno from TheDeal.com and TheStreet.com. He's recently written a piece on Darden Restaurants. Um, this is an interesting conversation. Whether you like the company or not, whether you like the food or not, Olive Garden, Red Lobster, uh, to me, and again, maybe I'm out of touch, and that's totally fair to accuse me of here, because I live in the Bay Area. I remember Olive Garden's when I was 20. I, I don't think I ever took a date to a not maybe, but it, it was low-end casual dining. And you would have a waiter come, and you know the, the meals were 7 to $14, not you know, 14 to $25. So, you know, the quality has been, the company's been attacked by, you know, copycats for sure. With that said, there is some value, especially if you downsize the company. And that's where the argument becomes very intriguing. And that's where Jonathan Moreno comes in at the street and the deal.com is like, at some point, the stock does look bright. It does look right. Now, I can't imagine saying, like, oh, I own this company because it's fast and growing. I think you would own it because you think a deal is going to happen. That's not always the best reason to own a stock because that's tied towards ifs and buts were candy and nuts or what a party would have. So be careful. That's what I throw out there. <laughs> be careful. Everyone, be, be careful out there. 800-516-1220. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and much, much more. Uh, don't be shy. That's the number one thing that I throw out there on the show is don't be shy. Um, reach out, 800-516-1220. And websites like The Street and The Deal, they're great reads. As long as you can take a brain to them and say, let me think about what I'm seeing here. Like, when you see Jonathan Marino's article on Darden Restaurants, you may go, ooh, I want to buy that stock. Whereas maybe you should look at it and say, I want to think about what I own in my portfolio. Do I really want takeover plays? Because Darden Restaurants and Olive Garden, Olive Garden's kind of at a desperate place at this point in time. They're starting to introduce things like hamburgers, which for an Italian joint ain't exactly very Italian, if you know what I'm saying. So they're trying to move a little bit away um, and maybe, like, the Dardens even sometimes suffer from, like, Americans go on protein diets and less pasta kind of thing. There's some of that going on, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so you do want to be intelligible about how you approach this. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, U.S. economy contracted last quarter. First time in three years. It buckled on the weight of a severe winter where people stayed at home, and when you're staying at home, it's known in, you typically don't go out and actively spend money. Costco earnings were up in the wholesaler's third quarter, but they fell short of four expectations. Income rose 3% to $473 million. That compares to the net income of about $459 million. Revenue is at Costco. 
$25.7 billion. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call, 3 star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.